Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. This is day two. This is part two. And we are talking about the absolute drilled down schedule that you need for this new real estate market. And speaking of which, with regards to this new real estate market, it certainly is creating a lot more interesting opportunities for those of you who have the skill sets. I had a fascinating call this morning with a newer agent and that newer agent was joining Julian and I EXP Realty. He was very excited and he told me that he had over the weekend set up uh, with Julie. I didn't tell you this. No. He'd set an appointment with four different expireds. Ha, that's you want to awesome. hear the crazy part? What? He's in San Diego. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's got a great start. Well, why do I point out San Diego? Because in San Diego, uh, the average sale price is high. Yes. In San Diego, there are a lot of actually very good, um, or at least there used to be a lot of very good over-the-phone prospectors. Definitely. And so he didn't even have, he was using our script, didn't obviously have a lot of experience. And so what he did was went to the doors. Ah. And he set the appointments. Fellow. Right. And so he was very rudimentary in his, uh, in his skills, very rudimentary in his approach. Um, and the call was, okay, now that I've set these appointments, what do I do? Right? <laughs> now what? Right? Exactly. I love those but, calls. Yeah, me too. It's totally fun. But here's the thing I loved about uh, my time with him the most is that he didn't even realize that in the realm of real estate, what he'd done was, well, many people would have considered uh, to be, you know, incredible, right? <laughs> yes. And it, he was just doing his job. He was just doing exactly what he learned uh, to do from our coaching program, listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. He said he'd listen to the podcast before he got his license. And so he was just doing, I'm just doing my job. I, mean, I don't need a bunch of uh, awards and accolades. I thought that's what real estate agents do. I mean, that was his reaction. So I did not congratulate him. I did not make him feel special. I did uh, help him to be a little bit more honed in on his approach and then obviously point him towards getting his pre-listing pack done and his listing presentation done. But the moral of the story, guys, is there are so many opportunities out there for those of you who are actually willing to do the real work of real estate. Don't procrastinate. Even if you are in an incredible market like San Diego, San Diego, even in the you know housing crash of 07 through 09, it still had a really high average sale price. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It still really worked. And now it's even higher. You know, the average sale price in San Diego where he's going to be selling, I think it was still like 850 grand. Not bad. Yeah. So look, guys, there is there are tons of opportunities out there for the agents that are willing to be versatile, the agents that are willing to actually go out there and look for people to help and adapt quickly to the fact that the skill set has changed. In his case, he did not have an old set of rules to live by because he was learning and he had an advantage over maybe somebody who was been in the business for a long time and was hoping and praying things would return back to the low interest rate, hot seller's market. He didn't have that preconceived notion. So that gave that new agent an unfair advantage in the marketplace. Isn't that interesting, listeners? Yes, that's fascinating, isn't it? Because he wasn't stuck in analysis paralysis, and Mm -hmm. he is living the mantra that our coaches always coach to, as do you and I, and that is to earn while you learn. He went ahead and set the appointments and then asked for help, and that's what we want all of you to do. Always, it would be my pleasure to help you with that and then ask questions so that you can actually fulfill that. Okay, here's the, I didn't, I'll give you extra, I'm not going to say his name, but I'll give you some extra color on this. His, uh, what he did prior, in the case some of you are thinking, well, he must have a sales background or whatever. Prior to uh, getting his real estate license, he drove for Uber. Wow. Okay. And uh, he was in college. 
All right. So, so not a vast sales experience, right? And he did share with me how much money that he was earning uh, working for Uber. I was kind of surprised, but yeah. that aside. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving forward, guys, look, just make sure you're focusing forward on the opportunities this new market presents and don't get stuck uh, trying to make the old things work. I know that's, you know, that's tough. Like nobody likes change. Even people that sort of like change don't like change, really. They're just more, uh, they have more adaptability built into their personalities and their intellect. Follow uh, one course until successful, and that's what our podcast and our coaching program is all about. So today we're working on part two, and Julie, without any further delay, point number six. Yes, point number six, make contact. A contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult about real estate with at least the same number of people as transactions you must do this year. That's on a daily basis. So for example, if you must close 20 transactions to meet or exceed your, exceed your goals this year, you must make 20 actual contacts daily to meet that goal. That's your starting point. You're going to adjust that number of contacts as your skills increase. But always focus on people who are most likely to sell. So an example call routine would be to speak with, that's make contact with voice-to-voice -voice or face-to-face, -face with your existing leads that you just need to close on. That's easy contact. That's your most likely place to set appointments. Then expired listing opportunities for sale by owners, probate, relocation, past clients, referrals, new construction. But this is daily. This is not like when you have a panic attack because you can't foresee your next deal. This is when you want consistent income, you have to do consistent work. Now, I put note here, just listed and just sold or circle prospecting calls don't count unless they are directly around your own listing or sale. Why? Because you have no proof that they are interested in selling. Those calls are indeed easy, but not productive. It's not the same. Look, I know, again, Julie said it perfectly, but do not convince yourself that making a bunch of calls to homeowners uh, that aren't actively putting their homes for sale or, you know, just had them expire is the same as, you know, calling the actual real people really in the market. Don't fool yourself into thinking that the effort from making hundreds and hundreds of contacts with unmotivated, you know, disinterested people is going to get the same result as the other things we teach you in the coaching program. But that, that point we need to hover on because a lot of agents, especially less experienced, but not always just less experienced, will put all contacts into one category. But Tim... I made 50 contacts last week. Why don't I have more business? Well, what kind of contacts were they? Because you can burn through a lot of contacts just doing a, I call it a public service announcement. Something just was listed or sold. This actually is reminding me of a coaching call. Well, it wasn't really a coaching call. It was more of a pre-qualifying to be in your schedule call, I yes. did, right? Mm -hmm. Someone that wanted to be uh, coached by you, and they were in another competitor's coaching program. Mm -hmm. And they were telling me that their uh, quote-unquote coach, who we quickly figured out during this call wasn't really a coach, uh, well, you know, they'd never sold real estate. This this uh, coach in particular never sold real estate and high numbers. They did have a real estate license, but never actually was very successful selling real estate. Never sold real estate in a market like we're experiencing now. Never sold real estate in anything other than a hot seller's market. And the only thing this coach knew how to tell them to do would be the silly, ineffective stuff uh, that frankly is a complete waste of time, especially in a market like this. And this uh, agent who was wanting to be in Julie's schedule, and I did send you that lead, okay. um, is going to be, I'm sure, a great client for Julie because they are finally done with, uh, frankly, the fluffy stuff. They want to get to the point where they're making more direct contacts with people actually who want to do transactions. They're tired of giving themselves um, an excuse not to do the real work of real estate. And for those of you who are actually in that mindset, and you want an opportunity to potentially be coached by Julie, do text me directly at 512-758-0206. 
512-758-0206. And we will have a conversation about whether just the, you know, brief pre-qualifying, and then after that, we'll move forward uh, or we'll go in a different direction. It's really completely up to you. But at the end of the day, guys, their opportunity for all agents has not been this good in at least the last 15 years. Because there has not been such a skills deficit. Now, I don't think there's ever been in our 20 plus years in the real estate industry um, a bigger opportunity for agents that are really willing to learn uh, skills, how to pre-qualify, how to actually sure. set appointments, how to present, how to be competitive. Yeah, um, absolutely. And for those of you who have been in the business for a long time and you're wondering, where's your money, right? Where's the business? Where, why aren't you doing as well as you uh, did last year? And then you're looking for external reasons why you're not being successful. You need to stop that because at the end of the day, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Or, you know, if it's meant to be, it's up to you. So, yes, the market's changed. Yes, home sales are off. Yes, interest rates are up. All those things are true. But still, I just gave you a story, an example of somebody brand new who went out and set four listing appointments. You can do the same thing. Stop looking for excuses. Stop. The main thing is, and I, this is the like fourth time I've said this because I'm experiencing these types of um, you know, calls, stop waiting for the market to quote unquote return to the way it was. It's not going no. to. The circumstances are not rich for that to happen. Mm -mm. No. Okay. So we were talking about making contacts per day. That's a conversation with a decision-making adult about real estate. 20 contacts, for example, might seem like a lot until you realize you can easily speak with at least five people from your center of influence, friends, past clients, neighbors. That's what you guys call your database. And then from there, you have your lead follow-up. You have your other sources to attack. So stop making 20 calls a day or even 10 calls a day a really huge deal. It's but not. Here, let me I'm rewind this a little bit. The first line that Julie said, I'm going to read this again. If you must close 20 transactions a year to meet or exceed your goals this year, then you must make uh, 20 actual contacts per day to meet that goal. Now, good news for most of you. You don't have to do anywhere near that many That's because true. you can have a very wonderful life in some markets selling 10 or even five. So the reality of it is, is many of you will never have to make that many contacts. Now, if you're from the Midwest and you want to sell 100 homes per year, then we're going to have to uh, show you guys how to really drill down and be powerful listing agents. But then what you're going to do, Julie gave you the example of 20 transactions equals 20 contacts a day. But ultimately, where we go with this is we figure out what your real estate magic number of listings is, the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your goals. And if in, say, for example, you are in the Midwest, and let's say you know you need 15 listings at all times to meet or exceed your goals, then 15 is going to be the number that you focus on. But when you're getting started, you focus on contacts uh, being the same as the number of transactions you want to do this year. Once you get up to momentum and you're listing houses, then it's the number of contacts you make every day is the same as your magic number formula. Uh, the, the, you know, as the number your skills increase, exactly. the required contacts go down. Right. So that's what we're trying to uh, show you guys. So don't be overwhelmed by numbers. Your experience may vary depending on your particular market and price range. I did forget to give you my cell phone number. If you guys would like to text me and uh, have a conversation about being privately coached by Julie, do text me directly at 512-758-0206. And yes, I personally will consider taking three to five personal clients. Uh, that is something I would like to do. And um, I mean, I'm saying that with bated breath because it is a huge commitment on my part. So we can also have that conversation as well. Move forward quickly is the bottom line. All right. Now, the next point, Julie, I love. It's one of my favorite points because yes. it makes the most difference. It absolutely does. I've had so many of our coaching clients tell us that without a shadow of a doubt, this point has moved the needle for them by 30% or more per year. Okay. So that point is this. 
follow furiously fast lead follow-up on 100% of your leads, 100% of the time, with no exceptions or excuses. There is nothing worse than a real estate professional with a voicemail that's full or takes days or weeks to return calls. So much business is missed with that bad habit. Commit to being furiously fast with your follow-up starting today. And I mean, like, furiously fast. Let's define that. That's, well. I'll, they barely have hung up by the time you talk to them. If someone texts me and they're interested in talking with us about eXp Realty, or if they're interested in, you know, being in your schedule, I text them back, unless I'm on the podcast with you, which is an hour or two a day, I text them back right away. Yes, that's seriously fast. And what the funny part is, is many times they question whether it's really me, and it's <laughs> always really me. Yep. But the other part of it is they're always surprised that I followed up so fast which seems bizarre to me, but then I remember you guys, most of you who've been in this in the you know business basically, quote unquote, during an era where nobody did furiously fast lead follow-up. It's become normal to essentially not expect anybody to you know call you back right away, let alone be there to answer questions. Many of you search forever. What am I going to do to make myself special in the market? What are my USPs, your unique selling propositions? Oh, I know. I'm the person that wears the sombrero, or I'm the person with a dog, or I'm the person with, you guys get it? So many of you are looking for little, you know, things to make it so that you stand out in the, the herd of agents. And I get it. I'll tell you the, what you should be doing. Stop thinking like that. Focus on furiously fast lead follow-up. And the other thing is, if you can have energy and enthusiasm... Fake it if you don't feel it, but you will then feel it as you're faking it. Your actual emotions will change. Furiously fast lead follow-up, massive levels of energy and enthusiasm will overcome any skills deficit. It does not matter how big it is because you can always learn on the job, especially if you're one of our coaching uh, members. Mm -hmm. And remember, you guys can join the coaching program now. It's very simple. Just text the word PREMIER to 47372 or just go to PREMIERCOACHING.COM. Julie, point number eight. eight. Point number eight, the goal of both your daily contacts and your follow-up is to set at least one new pre-qualified appointment before noon, ideally with a potential seller, but sometimes with buyers. If you haven't achieved that following your morning routine and you have no appointments for the afternoon, it's time to either stay on the phone or door knock on unrepresented sellers, for example, for sale by owners, expired listings that had no phone numbers, you'll have virtually no competition, just like your example from San Diego, or any of the other opportunities which cost you, guess how much, zero money. Buying leads is not the solution. Well, okay, so years ago, you and I did coaching and training for a company called House Values. Yes. And what House Values was doing was they were running um, ads in the literal sense on TV and whatnot, mostly on radio and TV, and they were offering a CMA. And it was a little tiny 15-second commercial. It was animated, and it really worked. And here's – I'm just going to give you guys the bottom line. So they asked us to do coaching and training for them. None of them who are running it were ever successful real estate agents. The guys that started it, his mom was an agent in Seattle or something. But it was a great idea at the time, and it worked probably for about two years. And then essentially something replaced it. Zillow and other things basically made it obsolete. But – Here's what their process was, or they wanted us to coach you know, their subscribers to do. They did not want the agents to call them up and pre-qualify them. They wanted the agents to call them up and basically form a relationship with them. And so guess what was happening? The agents would subscribe to house values and they would quit because they weren't converting any leads because what they were teaching them to do with those leads was so terrible. So what Julie and I quickly did is we changed their script. And the initial script that we had them do is the agent would call back and say something along the lines of, hi, I'm Bob. 
Bob with, you know, how I'm the, you know, your local house values agent. And I was calling uh, to confirm some of the information on the request that I'm, you know, for the CMA that I'm working on for you. And they would, of course, say, okay. And you would ask a couple questions, bedrooms, baths, confirm the age of the furnace or whatever. And then the next question would be, by the way, ideally, how soon do you want to have this home sold? And then all of a sudden, the agents that were getting these leads before and just doing public service CMAs and never actually getting anything from it were now setting listing appointments. And they were setting listing appointments and taking listings, which uh, I don't know why House Values had a problem with that. But they did eventually fire us because of the fact that we weren't using their really crappy scripts. Oh, and then within 18 months, they were out of business themselves. Because the moral of the story is a lot of people are afraid to ask direct questions because they're worried about how it will be perceived. I don't want to be too pushy. I don't want to seem this way or that way. Well, I get it. I wouldn't either. So the way for you to cure that is to have a scripted professional approach. And that's what we teach you when we are teaching you guys how to pre-qualify. Pre-qualifying leads is an art and a science, but it's also what the consumer expects to have happen. They don't expect you just to be a Pop-Tart agent that's doing public service for them. They expect you to ask questions. They're going to help them to determine whether they're truly motivated or not. Like here's a buyer script. This is in our buyer script. You know, this is about three quarters of the way through. And everyone in Premier Coaching, you guys get this. But for example, so Mr. Buyer, just so that I'm clear, if I find you the property or when I find you the property, that checks all the boxes, number of bathrooms, the conditions, the location, everything about this property is exactly what you're hoping to find. This is your dream property. Absolutely 100%. This checks all the boxes. Or let's say it checks 9 out of 10 out of, you know, of all the boxes. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being, I'll buy it urgently, get the heck out of my way, tell me where to sign. Uh, if that's, you know, that's obviously a 10, where would you rate yourself? And if they say, and this is in the script, and this is called knowing how to pre-qualify and doing it in a tactful, classy way, if they then, listeners, say, well, anything, frankly, if they say anything other than a 10. So let's say the buyer would say, well, I'm a 7, right? Even though you just said this is the exact property you were looking for, then you say, this is in the script again, that's interesting, Mr. Buyer. So what exactly would it take to get you to a 10? And then through that very simple question, you're going to discover really what's going on at the motivation of that particular buyer, yep. right? You're going to discover that they have five houses to sell prior to buying the next one. Or you're going to discover that they have to find out whether they're going to get a promotion or whether they can fix some horrible credit problem or whether or not you guys get the point. Learn how to pre-qualify. It'll save you so much time. And what are all of you being taught? Generate the lead, drip on the lead. Then maybe one day the lead will actually raise their hand. Wait till they're ready. Exactly. That is insane, especially in a market like this. Learn to be the person that makes direct contacts, have meaningful conversations with folks, ask the questions. You determine what their motivation is. And frankly, you'll help them to determine what their motivation is as well. That's just a tiny little snippet from the buyer script that you learn when you join Premier Coaching. Just go to premiercoaching.com and you can join right now for free. So premiercoaching.com. Julie, point number nine. Yes, point number nine. Speak with all pending clients. Remember, we're talking about your schedule. Speak with all pending clients with transaction updates. Don't be the out-of-sight, out-of-mind agent. This should take you no more than one hour daily, assuming you do it every day, depending on how many pendings you have, of course, but no more than an hour, even if you've got five or eight pendings. You work on this every day. You keep in the loop with your transaction updates. You will not have a problem. Now, if you use a transaction coordinator, Speak with them daily and your pending clients weekly. Right. So remember what Julie just said. A lot of you, what we suggest is that you do your own transaction coordination until you've done, depending, frankly, on what your skill set is overall, maybe six or eight transactions. You at least have to know how to actually do a closing 
prior to delegating. And so again, this is a Harris rule that you can learn in our best-selling book, but you delegate, but do not abdicate. In other words, you have to know how to do it yourself before you can delegate it. Otherwise, you're not going to know how to solve problems that the transaction coordinator will inevitably come up against. You guys get it? It's called absolutely positively owning the job from a soup to nuts before you delegate it. So when you're in those situations and you do, but let's say you are delegating, you do have a transaction coordinator, do call that client, buyer, seller every single week, like Julie said, and do it with a smile, do it with energy and enthusiasm. Use our scripts. We give that as part of the coaching program, because what you're going to do is let them know you care, let them know you've not delegated and forgotten about them. And you're also going to ask for referrals. You can get more referrals through the closing process when that client is happy than you can possibly imagine. Why? Because they were telling everybody and their dog that they're buying or selling real estate and they're super excited about it. And they're going to be provided, you know, frankly, you don't let them feel neglected. They're going to be super excited about you. That is the golden time to get referrals. You know, oh, that's true. Because when you're pending, you are talking about real estate all the time with everybody you know. Now, that can work for an agent, as you just described, or it can work against the agent if that person says, you know what, as soon as I went pending, I never heard from them again. I get this call from somebody, I don't even know who they are. They say something about being a transaction coordinator. I have had coaching calls where the, the client feels neglected and abandoned at that point. You have to turn that around and make that, what you said, more of a client retention uh, prospecting event when they're loving on you because they do hear from you all the time and they do feel confident about what's happening of course they'll turn into a great referral source. So don't underestimate that value. All right, point number 10. This is a personal point for your schedule. Spend at least one hour working out, going on a walk, or taking a class at a fitness center. This is daily. Group exercise is the key here, though. Group exercise. Do not go yes. on the treadmill with your earbuds in, with your back towards everyone, and run for an hour and thinking that you're going to get anything from it other than a good workout. Yes. Yeah, so let's clarify that. So on the surface, this point looks like you should be getting active and working out. That is true. However, group exercise is way better for your business, expanding your center of influence, allowing you to talk about real estate. You're going to the gym anyway. You might as well turn that into kind of a prospecting event. It can be an amazing source of business unless you are a secret agent locked and in on that treadmill. The key is go, like, for example, <laughs> so many people over the years have thanked us for this suggestion because it's so simple. When Julie and I were not living in Puerto Rico, we were in Texas, we used to go to Orange Theory and we'd go every single day at the same time. Now, if we were selling real estate, we would have gone uh, every single day, but at probably like Tuesdays and Wednesdays, it would have been at one time. And, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it would have been a different time. You guys get the point? Because then you're getting to know different groups of people. You're actually making more friends. And the key is to consistently do it for your own health, by the way, but also so that those people can realize you're a regular and they're going to want to get to know you. And there's something magical that happens when you're in a group setting and everyone is suffering together and the endorphins are flying and everyone smells funny and looks funny. You become fast friends like in, in an unusually quick way and then you'll start peeling all kinds of business out of those relationships. But if you just go here and there and you wear your earbuds all the time and you look down and you don't make contact and you're not going there intentionally with wanting to make friends, then no one's going to want to get to know you. Now, how do you interject real estate? It will happen organically mm -hmm. as you get to know somebody. What do you do? Remember, follow our, we give you all kinds of training on how to do this, guys. But the moral of the story is, is you want to obviously learn to ask them questions, show interest in them, and then naturally the conversation will flow back to you and you can mention real estate. And as soon as you mention real estate, because everybody is a real estate <laughs> enthusiast, yep. you are going to become faster than you think 
somebody that other people in that gym are going to start gravitating towards and asking questions. They're going to want to know what's going on in the real estate market. You don't have to go in there beating somebody over the head with the MOS book. Or, I mean, not that you guys know what that is. But you're not going to want to go into, the, um, the, you know, into that environment and just beating them over the head about real estate. Now, we have had people that will show up to those environments and they will wear some sort of obviously ask me about housing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that does work. It does. Yeah. But go there with the intention of meeting humans. And when you do and you're learning, you guys get the gist of these last, especially today's points. It's about having meaningful conversations, having conversations that are designed to lead to a result for you and for them. It is not difficult. It is fun. And you will feel incredible. Imagine today you're going to Orange Theory. If you like Julie and I, you don't want to go and work out at all, ever. That's us. Like talking Same yourself with, into it. Right. So you go, and then there's three or four people that you know, and then you're having conversations. You're all sort of, you know, it's fun. It, you feel good. They're your friends. And then what happens is you start doing deals out of those same environments. You start actually having them send you referrals. It won't take that long if you go there with the intent of being of service to other people, obviously working out and doing a good job, being of service to other people, and then you will find the business actually starts to chase you. That's so true. I mean, it seems like such a simple thing. And I really, I see this in coaching clients that the whole going to the gym and talking about real estate, whether that's like zumba or orange theory or crossfit or whatever you know that helps you to practice having those real estate conversations and it's easy to do because you're amongst friends it's a confidence builder and remember nine times out of ten when somebody goes to list their house what's the first question they ask who do i already know so be the one that they already know yeah that i mean julie's bringing up a really solid point when you've gotten to know somebody a center and they become your center of influence or past client when you are, you know, when they're saying, I want to put my house for sale, if you don't trip over yourself and you don't, you know, basically screw it up for yourself when you get to their house, you're going to get the listing and probably not have to compete. Yes. Which because is... they already trust you. Exactly. So don't blow that point off, right? Okay. Now point number 10 spent, well, that's one that we just did. A quote that went with that is Henry David Thoreau said it best. He said, it's not enough to be busy. The question is, what are you being busy about? That gets back to being productive, right? So it is time to get out, get into control of your time, and along with that, get control of your goals. So if your schedule, and some of you are struggling even with that word, if your actual daily schedule doesn't reflect your goals, you are highly unlikely to succeed. Your number one affirmation for this year is a simple one, and that is, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Take control of your schedule, and by that, you will take control of your profitability. Now, the actual schedule, obviously, is waiting for you guys in the real estate treasure map, which you get for free when you join Premier Coaching. But the schedule is very simple. You know, you're going to follow the same. Remember, I told you guys yesterday, the first point was, is do not not overly uh, tax yourself mentally or emotionally by the idea that Julie and I are going to want you guys to schedule yourselves every 15 minutes, because you know you're never going to do it. Nobody ever does it, except maybe Dennis. You know, (laughs) or, you know, maybe pilots, actually, not really, right? They're always later, you know, what have you. But the moral of the story is, is what you're going to want to do is have a schedule every day that takes care of the three to five things that are going to put you in a position to help people make money. 
And that would be, for example, doing a really good lead follow-up. That's going to be using scripts. That's going to be going to the gym and making contact. That's going to be making the desired number of contacts you have to make every day that's commensurate with the number of listings you need at all times, which is your real estate magic number. All of these things are designed backwards. So what Julie and I do in our coaching program and what we want you to consider doing in your business and personal lives is do everything backwards. Come up with whatever the number is going to be or the numbers, right? Business overhead, personal overhead, uh, what, there's four categories and we teach you that in the real estate treasure map and work that backwards. And then you'll discover that the stress you have from the, frankly, the lack of direction you have in your business and personal life just gets eviscerated because you're now going to break everything down to a number. You're going to quickly figure out that I need five listings at all times. If I have five listings at all times, I know pretty much no matter what happens in the market, at least one or two of those are going to go on contract. If I don't sell a buyer, if I don't do anything else, if I have five listings at all times, I know two of them are going to sell. Well, that means that you're going to have whatever your average sale price is. Let's say you're going to make $15,000 per sale, which means you're going to make $30,000 per month, $360,000 per year if you have five listings at all times. The hard part is getting up to the five listings and then being in the habit and not, you know, frankly, getting off the horse and always replacing the listings that sell. As quickly as possible. As quickly as possible. You guys get it? Our business plan for you is incredibly simple because incredibly simple works. <laughs> incredibly simple works in all American conditions and all price ranges. Does not matter if UFOs are flying over Montana or <laughs> it does not matter, right? Yeah. Incredibly simple works. Incredibly simple is what you need to consider having as your North Star, especially in this housing market and this economy that we're creeping into. Yes. Well, so just to talk about coaching for a second, right? The difference between what a, even a really focused agent who's, who's thought about their goals and they kind of know what they want to do versus coaching, right? So when we talk about doing three deals per month or five deals per month, many of you listening are saying, well, I've done that two or three times. I mean, I, I've done five deals a month, but here's the, the leap to get you into consistency. And that is doing it every single month in a systematic way with the least stress to you. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And, and the harder and more complicated and the more moving parts something has, this is, should be obvious to all of you. Intuitively, you know this is true. But the more complexity, the more threat vectors, as Elon Musk refers to them, the less likely it is to work. And so what a lot of you have been lulled into believing is complex is how you win. You almost think it's like, you know, our daughter, she plays roadblocks and she, I mean, you guys have kids, you know what I'm talking about. And those games are designed to be complex. Oh, this room data, if I'm going to go into this door, I have to turn this key and I have to do this and whatever, whatever, right? All these tiny little microscopic steps. Well, I got great news for you. Real estate's not like that. Real estate is super simple when you let it be super simple. But what happens is, well, I now have this CRM and I have to do this drip campaign and it's seven, you know, all these different little, uh, you know, lead follow-up programs. And oh, this one's 223. I call them twice a month and I mail them 23 times and all these, what the hell? Why are you guys so attracted to things that are so analytical and possible to actually implement? Those programs, those systems, that way of thinking, it's designed to fail. Why are you attracted to something that's designed to fail? It does not make sense. You need to consider. Here's an interesting, I heard this today. Um, you know this, Julie, because we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. As language evolves, mm -hmm. the words and the way people speak uh, become plainer, simpler, shorter. Yes. And a sign of intelligence, which I'm not demonstrating now at all, <laughs> is the ability to take something complex 
and be able to express it in as few words as necessary. Yes, that's one of the tenets of being a good writer is try to say it with fewer words, not more. Right. This is the reason I love Charlie Munger quotes, frankly. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's incredible, right? And so anyway, when you are coming across any kind of overly complex um, anything, you have to naturally think, this is not going to work. It's too complex. What can I do that's going to make something vastly simpler? Yeah. That's the reason that Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, they don't, like their rule number one, first, you know, first principles, they don't invest in a business that they don't understand, okay? They're not going to invest. And they're smart dudes. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to invest in some business that they don't know what the hell that business does. And if it requires that somebody comes in and starts, well, I'll tell you, this is funny. Elon Musk said he was pitched by Sam Bankman-Fried on how he was going to blockchain, Bitcoin, crypto, blah, 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 blah. And Elon said that he listened to the guy talk for like 15 or 20 minutes, and he said that essentially he determined that Sam Bankman-Fried was a fraud. And why? Because he did not was not able to concisely state what his mission was. There you are. And this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, was essentially making it sound like it was some complicated 14-sided Rubik's Cube, whereas Elon was like, nope, I have been massively successful in my life, and I know that the more complex something is, the least likely it is to succeed. That's exactly what Charlie Munger says. That's exactly what Julie and I are saying as well. So if you have one of these you know, 27-sided Rubik's Cube's business plans, this is going to lead to this, this funnel is going to lead to this, then we're going to drip on them, and then we're going to mail them, and then we're going to... That is not going to work in this market. It barely worked in the last market, but the problem was is the velocity of sales lured you into believing it was working. And what was the reality of it was those buyers and those sellers were going to transact with or without your overly yep. complicated lead follow-up system. That's right. And you know, how does that manifest in real estate? You and I were just in an event and we saw somebody presenting one of these convoluted things and they had a big screen up and they were showing all of the witchcraft and alchemy that this thing could do so that it could go into this filter, then get dripped on, and then automatically somebody would surface. And that was a certain percentage of the time if you did this, that, and the other. And I'm telling you, I looked around in the audience. I don't know if you looked around. And it's like all of these agents had been hit by a stun gun. Well, I remember that particular presentation and they were actually applauding this particular agent because uh, they had 1,200 leads in this ridiculously – like, guys, okay, I'm going to give you a little insight, a little window into the future, right? Your goal is not to have a crap ton of leads. A crap ton of leads means you're not pre-qualifying. Uh, if you want a bunch of leads, uh, it's simple. Go to your neighborhood you know, directory or if you happen to live in the olden times, find a white pages. That's just a bunch of names and numbers and addresses. That's equivalent of having a CRM with 1,200 leads. That's when it is a failure to define the word lead. It's a failure to actually get on the phone and pre-qualify people to determine their motivation. Yes. And what happens then is you think you spend money to generate names and numbers and addresses of people. Then you put them into a CRM and then you drip on them forever. And then you actually think those people are going to become transactions. And you think it's a victory to build your list up and then you think it's a victory when you can log in and you can look at your dashboard and you can say, well, this percent of people, you know, read the email, this percent of people watched the video, this percent of people, these, these 10 people are reading every single email. So the hell what? Pick up the phone and pre-qualify them and find out actually what's going on. You guys get it? You have been fooled into believing that complicated is going to get win the day and it never does. Yeah, do you remember, I can't remember if it was a podcast or one of these events where the person selling something like that said, if you've got somebody in your, quote, leads database 
and all you have is their name and their email address, you don't have any other information, that you should just start randomly sending them listings until they respond to you with what they really wanted. And you and I are like, how is that even a lead? That, that, it could be nothing. That's, it just seems like crazy talk to well, me. Well, it's because these guys are being taught a bunch of, okay, so here's a little punchline for all that. There have been a whole bunch of studies done. You guys don't have to trust Julie and I what we're saying. And just do your own homework. But here's one that came out. I'll even give you the keywords. You can Google this. Google Inman News and Google the name T-E-K-E Wiggins, right? He did a report. Uh, it was a very, very well done study, maybe two or three years ago. Find it on Google. And it's proved that in essence, for example, agent websites get an average of zero leads per year. There was further research done many, many times that long-term drip campaigns don't work completely worthless, not worth doing. Now, how much does that fly in the face of what you guys have been led to believe, especially over this last 15 years? Haven't most of you been told to do the exact opposite of what Julie and I are saying? What Julie and I are saying is absolutely proactively generate the lead. You absolutely need leads. And then 100% of the time, completely pre-qualify that person, find out everything that there is to find out about them, and then if they, frankly, meet certain criteria, then you decide to work with them. A lot of them, through that pre-qualifying process, will you'll help them to discover that they're actually not that interested because they don't qualify for whatever reason. You're going to save them the frustration of learning yeah. and wasting time looking for a home. It might not be the right time for them, right, for a variety of reasons. That's what a professional does. And ultimately, the most successful agents, and these are agents that Julie and I have coached over the years that make millions of dollars, the most successful always have, wait for it, listeners, wait for it, the fewest number of leads because their job, if they have more, like some of the best clients I ever had, uh, were, they might have 15 leads. Right. I was, you read my mind. I was yep. thinking of it's, 15. It might be 15. And, and their job is not to get to 30 no. or 300. Their job to get that 15 down to like five. They are going to look for the people that actually are going to be transacting with them. Otherwise, you guys create this false sense of security mm -hmm. through these numbers and names of, of people in databases. So, no, a database full of 1,200 people that you're dripping on endlessly is not to be celebrated. A list of five or six or 10 really qualified, ready to rock and roll buyers or sellers, ideally sellers, there you go. That means you're going to get paid. That's how you build a sustainable real estate business that's not predicated. What's the uh, movie? What's the uh, quote from the Elf movie that Julie loves? Um, that he oh, says, he sits on a throne of lies. Yeah, it, your business is built on it, not on a throne of lies. Your business is built on things that will consistently generate money for you if you're consistently willing to do the work. I know for a fact that this message is not for all of you, and that's okay. But for those of you that it is, know that you're on the right path. Please stay drilled down. Look, guys, make the most of this market. This could be the very market, maybe you didn't realize it, that you've been hoping and praying for. Maybe you've never accomplished your goals in real estate financially or personally, and you maybe feel like the train left the station when the market changed. Nope, your train just arrived. Now get your butt on the train. Don't wait any longer. Make the most of this market, guys. You will find when you're willing to do the real work of real estate, a market like this is a massive blessing. And frankly, you're going to be blessing the people that you are now skilled up to help with their real estate needs. You're going to be a person that's going to show up at someone's doorstep, helping them sell a house that somebody else couldn't, and they're going to love you forever. I'll get, true story. Julie and I, uh, 26 years ago, sold a house to a wonderful couple who just emailed us. I may have shared this in the podcast last week. 
We sold them their house. They're ready to put the house for sale. Now, this was in Columbus, Ohio, and Julie and I haven't sold real estate forever. But they remembered the experience so fondly that they wanted us to send them an agent that, uh, you know, we ref- basically, we, they wanted a referral. To which we then referred them to one of our EXP agents in that particular yes. market in Columbus, mm-hmm. Ohio. Uh, so moral of the story is when you actually help people accomplish goals, they love you forever. They will long since forget about your Instagram post or your TikTok video. Your past clients and center of influence, if you want to know how to build reputation or what you guys like to call brand now, but it's really your reputation, you do it through successfully helping people buy and sell real estate. How do you do that? You earn the right to help people buy or sell real estate by having the skill set that they need, and especially in a marketplace like this. It's not difficult. Look for simplicity. On the other side of that is the financial freedom you've all probably not realized it until now but probably wish you would have been searching for in the first place. And yes, Julie and I would love to talk with you about joining us at eXp Realty. If you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be proactive in your success at eXp Realty and you've not yet chosen a sponsor, someone to uh, sponsor you at eXp, we are formally applying for the job. Text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206, or you can just text the letters eXp to 47372 or just text the letters EXP to 47372. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. Oh, yeah. And remember, when texting, message and data rates may apply. Uh, Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.